Good day to you. Hope you're having <clears throat> a wonderful day. I apologize. I thought I was ready again. I do this all the time, don't I? <laughs> anyway, um, I want to talk to you about God's ways are higher than our ways. God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And uh, to do that, let's just look at Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 through 9. Um, verses 8 and 9, I guess we should say. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are, my, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Now I'm going to go kind of a different way with this. I want you to think about, from a standpoint of... <clears throat> If we look at science in the world, say, say I like science, okay? I do. I like science. I like the idea of trying to understand how things work, how things, you know, came to be as best we can. I like um, the idea of understanding those things and, uh, you know, trying to... Some things are, <clears throat> like when they try to piece the past together, you know, we're talking about long past, okay? They're trying to, uh, you know, they try to take these puzzle pieces almost as a mystery and try to build together how did these people live what did they do all that stuff <clears throat> I appreciate all of that and and then there's the uh, <clears throat> there's the other sciences like where we're looking out into the the, the solar system and the, the galaxy and the universe and we're we're trying to see how things work and how things are and of course we're so far away from most of it that we'll never you know we'll never know for sure how a lot of things work you know we don't have a way to test some of these things because the universe and everything is so large that we can't we, we can't create a lab you know large enough to test <laughs> things about galaxies and all that but we can watch and we can see how things have occurred in our lifetimes and see how things are happening and and we can record information for future generations and people can learn and glean different things. But for our purposes, what I what I don't like about the way some people handle science and the way they handle um, you know, the evidence of things that they think they see is that they they take theories and they present them as truth now the reason I bring it up quite this way is that God is like the ultimate scientist he's like the ultimate creator scientist he made everything and everything works from him you know sprang all our life and the whole universe and this planet and everything on it so us trying to figure that out is fun and it's a good thing to do it's a good practice to try to understand things how things work how God did things some people say well we shouldn't even look at that we should just accept that God did it I guess I can see that in a way but we're just naturally curious and we just naturally want to know how things work and, and how things do it's just normal and I think we have that from God I think that's 
we're created in his image and I think we have this natural curiosity I believe that's part of what um, God gave us part of what came from God to us pardon me <clears throat> so I don't see anything wrong with our curiosity I don't see anything wrong with us wanting to understand as much as we can understand and I, and I don't see anything wrong with us having theories about the things that you know we don't know for sure and that we can't be a hundred percent certain of and that we just really don't have any way to prove but we say you know well we're looking at these different things and we think this might be the way it works and so we present theories and those are the accepted theories of the day where you know we believe this is what's happening and we believe this is how it happens nothing wrong with any of that um, I like all of that what I don't like is when these theories start being presented as truth you know they uh, present and then when I say they I just mean you know some some folks some uh, uh, not necessarily I don't know if I'll, I don't think a lot of true scientists do anything like this because true scientists only want to they only want to present facts and theories and they want to make sure that they elaborate and specify what's what because they know true scientists know that they're always learning more they're always finding more and that today's theory might become tomorrow's fact or tomorrow's incorrect theory <laughs> you know they know that they're like oh well that was proven that that's actually incorrect and now <clears throat> we have found out that this is actually the case they know that and that's how they look at things and that's how they try you know they try to be um, once uh, they try to be impartial and really try to find the truth you know try to find the facts and the truth and that's a good thing that's all that's all well and good I just don't like when facts when uh, theories are produced are presented as facts you know um, I've had people say that you know evolution is a fact but unfortunately it is not um, things that they produced even in my childhood um, there was this whole picture of the evolution of the horse as if that was a fact as if they had all these different stages they had the skeletons and they had all the proof of all these different stages that proved the horse evolved over millions of years and as a kid I looked at that and I thought that was interesting and I thought they were telling me something that actually happened and then I find out later that no that's not the truth they don't even know they don't have any of those pieces or parts that was a theory that was a theoretical drawing on what they think happened so that's that's when things disturb me I don't again though I like science I like us looking at things and I believe that there are a lot of things we can learn and figure out but I believe God being the ultimate scientist and creator that we have a hard time knowing everything he did and how he did it it's like by comparison <clears throat> if we took a b2 bomber and we took it 4,000 years back in time and plopped it down anywhere in the world what would the people let's say we took it to Egypt or, or Greece 
or anywhere else. I don't know what all empires would have existed 4,000 years ago. I'm not a historian, so, so forgive me if I'm way off. But anyway, we took it back somewhere to a, a known um, culture <clears throat> or a known you know, group of, of intelligent people and just plopped it down, a B-2 bomber, 4,000 4, years ago. With their limited knowledge, what would they make of that? And, and you can use anything as an example. I just use that because I was in the Air Force and I think about some of the high-tech things we had. Okay, <laughs> so forgive me. But nonetheless, um, just say you do that. What are they going to think of that? The, the one thing they might recognize on that machine are the wheels. Everything else, most likely, is going to be so foreign to them, they're not going to know. They're not, they're not going to know the purpose of the machine. They may not understand that it's a machine. They may think it's a statue or an idol. They may think it's something odd like the pyramid, and if they actually find the hatch or door into it, they may think it's something that, you know, you bury people in. or you. There's no telling what they might misconstrue or think. And that's kind of, that's a, a very minimal comparison, I suppose, but that's kind of us looking out into the universe. We're trying to look at something so huge and vast and something that was created in a way that we don't understand and trying to say that we do understand it, that we do know definitely what it is. And can you imagine guys from four or 5,000 years ago standing up and saying, yes, we know exactly what that is. We know what that's for. This is what it's for. It's for you to put your produce in and, you know, whatever. You know, just whatever ridiculous idea you can think of. They would try to theorize about that B-2 bomber and they, they would have no clue, no idea. A lot of times, I think that's what we're doing. We're trying to theorize about things. I, I think it's fun to have conjecture and theory and to speak of these things. But don't get too caught up in it. Don't get too tied into all that, thinking that that is the answer to life's problems or the answer to everything. Science can become a religion of its own, and it should not be, because there is no, there's no heart in science. There's no, science is facts, and science is uh, kind of like math. Science is, you know, looking at what's happening and trying to see the cause and effect of things. You know, science is, is that. It's really looking for facts and truth, that kind of thing. It's not, it doesn't have, it doesn't have like what God and Jesus has, you know, it doesn't have sacrifice and it doesn't have love and, and care. If you make your whole world all about things in the world, the science and, and all these, and you rely on that as your religion, I, I don't see where you're going to get your morality. I don't see where you're going to get any of these other <clears throat> these other things that we need as people. We need guidance. We need, you know, um, we need morals. And that comes from God. Because we go back to our scripture here, Isaiah 55, Verses 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. 
For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And that's because God is all-knowing, and we are not. We're learning, we're learning, we're growing, but God is already there. And that's the difference. He's already there, he's already grown, he already knows, he's, he's omniscient, and he's the creator of everything, so he knows. And we're just trying to figure it out. And again, theories are fine and great, but don't don't get wrapped up in thinking or be fooled into thinking that theories are fact. I definitely, you know, hear and understand theories and, and try to uh, try to enjoy some of that if that appeals to you. But it's at the end of the day, it's not that important. You know, theories in the past, they had theories that life just sprung up out of nowhere. We know that life does not just spring up out of nowhere. Life always comes from life. It's one of the problems with, like, the Big Bang and things like that. Explosions do not create life. I don't know of any case where explosions create life. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know of any any proof that uh, that explosions would create life at all. Um, life always comes from life. You know, um, babies come from people, pre-existing people. Um, the universe and the life in it comes from God because God was the life that was here before. But but just walking that chain, you know, babies come from people. Baby horses come from horses. You know, I mean, there's always pre-existing life. Um, they they used to think that uh, maggots just sprung up out of nowhere, but they learned over time that maggots were basically baby flies that were, you know, and flies would plant eggs and the little maggots would pop up out of that whatever it was that they were living off of. And, you know, anyway, you can read about that. That's a historical thing. But uh, they had theories in the past, hundreds of years ago, that, you know, were proven wrong. We, we know better now. Um, and that's the way it's going to be in a few hundred years from now. They're going to look back at some of our theories and say, well, we proved that was wrong. That was kind of a goofy theory. That's okay. That's, that happens. That's the way of things here for us with our limited knowledge and our limited scope. We're not omniscient. We're not all-powerful like God. So, my whole purpose in this is just to remind us that God's ways are higher than ours. He is all-powerful, and he's all-knowing, and he is the great scientist. He is the one that created everything, and it's very, very cool and very fun for us to try to figure how things work and figure out a lot of things. There's wonderful things. We have wonderful medicine, and a lot of things, a lot of good things come out of all that. So... I'm not putting down any of that, and, and people have misunderstood in the past and thought perhaps I was. I am definitely not. I am very pro-science, but when we talk about conjecture theories, you know, we're proposing, you know, things, we're surmising, we're kind of guessing the best educated guess we can give something, we need to not present that as fact. A lot of times we present things as fact. You can look at some of the stuff they 
they put out about dinosaurs. They find a bone here or something here, and they extrapolate all this wild craziness about that dinosaur and how it lived and all this stuff. And it's a lot of theory. They, they don't know for sure. And I, I'm not putting them down for theorizing, but they present it as if it's a fact. And you look at that and it's like, well, one, you're claiming this dinosaur lived millions of years ago. And let me just give you a break and say, okay, fine, let's just say that that was even true. You have no way to know what that animal did millions of years ago if that timeline is actually correct. You, you have no way, you have no evidence. All you're looking at is you're looking at something you have found in the dirt, a bone or maybe a uh, fossil. And you're making a lot of assumptions based off of that. Now, admittedly, maybe you're comparing it to modern day creatures and you're thinking, well, you know, in essence, they should still be similar to that. And that's okay. But just, you know, just say that you think that like modern day creatures, they probably acted in similar ways. But you, you, you know, you have to admit you really just don't have any way to prove that or really know that. So that's my whole thing. I, I get... Theories are not truth, and, and I, I get a little, um, I guess I get a little riled up about that. And I think we should really pay attention to what we're reading and taking in from from certain areas of the scientific community when they uh, want to present theories as fact. We need to be aware of that and be careful of that and, and make sure that we point that out to our children so the up-and-coming generation, they too know you know, what's the difference in a theory and, and a fact? You know, a fact is I stubbed my toe, you know, <laughs> because I just did it and it hurt and I hollered. And then a theory, you know, a theory is, uh, you know, um, this, uh, this dinosaur had feathers instead of scales, you know, or this uh, dinosaur ran around eating rabbits or whatever. You know, these, these are theories. These are things we can't know or prove. We have no proof of. Um, but we have a lot of cool theories. Again, not trying to put that down. But, uh, but God knows and has all these answers. There's nothing wrong with us pursuing this knowledge and looking, looking for those answers. There's nothing wrong with that. It's in how we present that to each other and how we communicate that that matters. Um, we have to understand, though, that we have our human limitations and that we're probably never going to know everything that God knows until we're with God, until we're with God in heaven. And then perhaps we can, we can learn and know all these things. Now, I know these scriptures can also be used in different ways, can be thought of in different ways, but this was the way I was thinking of it, um, recently when I was reading this and I was just thinking, you know, God's ways are higher than our ways. He knows everything and he created everything. So, and I know this has been kind of a rambling general, general statement, but, uh, but his ways are higher than ours. And I know that we're trying to learn things and I just think we need to present things in an honest and open way and admit that theories are theories and facts are, are different. Um, we have to be careful. I think a large part of society is fooled into thinking that certain things are factual when they're really just theoretical. 
and we need to make sure that in a nice kind way that we're expressing this and, and making sure that people know um, the reason I was talking about explosions and the Big Bang creating you know not creating life is that we've never had explosions create life and the Big Bang would not create life there's no way however if what they think of as the Big Bang was actually and this is just my theory a theoretical thing do not take this as gospel in any way what if that was just God saying let there be light and there everything starts popping into being that could very well be maybe they're misunderstanding misinterpreting the signs that they're reading and they think it means there was some inanimate object that exploded way back at the beginning of the universe but what if they're misreading misunderstanding that and that's just when God started he started everything for us so just a thought just a thought his ways are higher than our ways so so this may be totally out of the blue and random to you but it's just thoughts things to think about things to look at things to make sure that you're aware of um, don't trade you know don't trade your <clears throat> don't trade your belief don't trade your faith for theories it's not worth it theories there's a lot of theories out there that claim to be true but a lot of times they're proven to be false and uh, our faith God is always true the Lord is always true and that's what we need to remember so all right thank you for listening I know this has been a wild rambling thing but uh, I hope that will that just the ideas the thoughts will be will be useful to you in some way okay all right have a wonderful day remember to keep safe watch out for yourself and others and remember that God loves you <laughs>